and became disqualified from staying where God was and he was driven outside from the garden of Eden and man had to now fend for himself. Now when you read Ezekiel 18, 20, the Bible says that the soul that sinned shall die. In Exodus chapter 32, verse 33 also says a similar thing which shows that you know, sin is something very serious to God. But God wanting to save us had now to send his son Jesus to come and die for us on the cross so that our sins will be removed. So the first thing he did when Christ came was for expiation. And expiation is the removal of sin. That's why in John 1, 29, he said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. So Jesus came to take away. We are sinned against God and he came to take away the sin. The thing that makes God to be angry with us, he came to take it away from us. And it is called expiation. So expiation, so the first thing Christ came to do was expiation, is the removal of sin from us. In Hebrews 9.26, the Bible says that he put away our sin by the sacrifice of himself. You know, Christ sacrificed himself to put away our sins. Now, when he put away our sins, the next thing he did was propitiation. And the propitiation is the removal of God's wrath or the removal of God's anger. God was angry with us. But once the sin was taken away, sin was taken away, he, then the anger that was a result of the sin was also taken away. And that is known as propitiation. Propitiation. And we can find, the Bible says in Romans 5, 8, whilst we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so propitiation is the act of removal of God's wrath. So when, when you, there's a propitiation, it means that a certain wrath that was there has been taken away. And when you read uh, Romans 3, uh, 25 and 26, you know, and 1 John 4, 10, we've, we've read that already in Hebrews 2, 17. It says that Christ died for the propitiation of our sins. That means that for the removal of God's wrath. It means that God was angry with us for sin against him. Sometimes when somebody does something against you, you know, you become angry with the person. You don't want to flow with the person again. So God was also angry with us for disobeying him. So when Christ came, first of all, he had to remove the sin. The, the sin was the blockade. Uh, or that, activity, that act, once the sin was taken away, then it caused God, it, it removed God's anger. Because the presence of sin causes God to be angry with us. It removed God's anger from us. That is known as the propitiation. And the propitiation now brought about reconciliation. That is the removal of alienation or the feeling of being isolated or estranged because man became isolated from God. So God removed that alienation as well. And we found that in Romans chapter 5, verse 10 and 11. And then because of that, we have peace with God. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. The Bible says that through the death of Christ, we have peace with God. You know, now we can now flow with God. So we said... 
Expiation and propitiation constitutes the act of placation. The implication is the taking away of anger or hostility. So God's anger or hostility against us was taken away by Christ. So you realize that it was only the blood of Jesus and the death of Christ on the cross that could cause us to become reconnected with God. And if you are there and you have not accepted this fact and received this Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then it means that there's no been expiation for you. That means no removal of sin, your sin away. Number two, there's not been propitiation. It means that God's anger is still there against you. And number three, and that's the reason why uh, sinners or unbelievers will go to hell. You know, and number three, there has not been reconciliation. That means that uh, uh, reconnection with God again. And number four is that when this thing happens, you re are redeemed. Redemption. And redemption is the act of saving. When we say somebody has been redeemed, you know, if there's a product there or there's something there, and you go and pay for it, and you, then you can pick it. So you say you have redeemed it. So, in fact, the purchasing of everything goes with redemption. Is that right? When you are, you, you are, you are, you are buying... Uh, so when you go to the supermarket or you go anywhere and then you ask, tomato seller, this tomato is how much? He said it is two cities. That is the worth of it. When you pay that, you give two cities to the tomato seller, you cannot pick the tomatoes. So God also now had to pay for us by giving his son Jesus Christ, paying for our sins. So our, our worth is Christ himself. That is God himself. That's how powerful it is. Can I have an amen? amen? And so redemption is gaining possession of something in exchange for payment or, or clearing a debt. So God saved us back from Satan's slave market after paying for us with Jesus Christ. What a blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. No. Now the price Jesus paid to deliver us from our captivity is known as a ransom. The price Jesus paid for our captivity is known as the ransom. Now, what have we been delivered from? We have been delivered from four main things. Number one, we've been delivered from the curse of the law. Someone say the curse of the law. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14, the Bible says that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Be made a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone that hangs on the tree. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the Lord, having become a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on the tree. Jesus was hung on the tree. So that number four, verse 14, the blessing of Abraham will come upon the Gentiles who are in Christ Jesus, that we may receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So he realized that Christ came to pay for the curse of the law. Now the curse of the law constitutes many difficulties, poverty, sicknesses, death, all those things. Sin actually gives birth to sicknesses, it gives birth to poverty, it gives birth to premature death, it gives birth to all those kinds of calamities. And Jesus died in order to get rid of all those things. So he, we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. So anybody that they say you are, you, if there's anything under the, under the curse of the law, you have been delivered from it. Amen. 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 And then number two, 
And always know that God will turn your curses unto blessings. When you come to Christ, Deuteronomy chapter 28, 1 to uh, 13, oh, says that, from 1 to 12, he says, If you shall diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God, to observe and to do his commandments, then all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you. So, as a matter of fact, blessings come by obedience to the word of God, and curses come by disobedience to the word of God. And so when man disobeyed God, the curse of the law came. So now, when you obey God through Christ Jesus, then the blessings of God comes to you. The blessings of God comes to you. Hallelujah. Amen. May you enjoy the blessings of God. Amen. I said, may you enjoy the blessings of God. Amen. Receive the blessings of the Lord. I, I see the blessings of God coming to you. Amen. And then we are free from the guilt of sin. We are redeemed from the guilt of sin. You see, when you sin, you come under guilt. You come under guilt. You know, and Romans chapter 3 verse 24. Look at it. Romans chapter 3 verse 24. When you sin, you are free from the guilt of sin. Romans 3 24. The Bible says, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, you have been justified. You have been justified. Hallelujah. Whom God set forth as a propitiation by his blood. Have you seen the propitiation again there? Through faith to demonstrate his righteousness. Because in his forbearance, God passed over the sins that were previously committed. Hallelujah. Amen. So our, our sins, the guilt of our sins are dealt with. And God makes you feel like, as if you've never sinned before. You know, so we're redeemed. From our sins, so that when God sees us, when we, are, we are seen as people who have never sinned before. And then the third work of redemption is that we are redeemed from the power of sin. Not just the guilt of sin, but the power of sin. Romans chapter 6, verse 14, and then 16 to 18, and verse 20. Romans chapter 6, verse 14, then verse 16. Romans chapter 6, verse 14. If you are in Romans chapter 6, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you. If you haven't found it, say, Lord, have mercy. Lord. Okay. Now, these, these teachings are so important. That's why I'm taking my time so that you can get it very well. Romans chapter 6, verse 14. He said, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Sin shall not have dominion over you. Today, I came to tell you that sin will not have dominion over you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. He says that, do you not know that to whom you present yourself slaves to obey, you are, you are that one slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. But God be thanked that you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. And verse 20 says that when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the power of sin, what makes you want to drink, what makes you want to smoke, what makes you want to go and commit fornication, walk in immorality, whatever, insult people, fight, whatever. Now, God has given you power. You see, the unbeliever hasn't got power. It is 
it is normal for the unbeliever to live his life or her life anyhow because he's already under the direct influence and control of the devil. You know, but when you give your life to Christ now, you are no more under the clutches of the enemy. You can now be free by the authority in the name of Jesus to be able to overcome that sin. So the Bible says that sin shall have no more dominion over you. Can I have an amen? amen? Then the fourth thing is that you have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness. Woo! Hallelujah! I like this one. Romans chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. Sorry, Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. We are talking about what Christ has done for us. Colossians chapter 1. Now, every Christian, you must know these things very, much, very well on your fingertips. The Bible says, giving thanks unto the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints. So, you see, when you give your life to Christ, you receive a certain spiritual qualification. God qualifies you now to become partaker of the inheritance of the saints. The saints have got an, a spiritual inheritance, you know, and God gives us that spiritual inheritance when you give your life to Jesus Christ. What is that inheritance? Then the verse 13 says, He who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated or conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. So you are no more under the kingdom of darkness. You are no more under the kingdom of the enemy. You have come into the kingdom of the Most High God. Hallelujah. So, whatever pertains to the kingdom of darkness, you are free from it. Amen. If they say you cannot live a long life, you say, no way. If they say you can't marry, your family people can't marry, minus you, you will marry. Amen. I see you that you will marry. Amen. I see that you have children. Amen. I see that you will progress in life. Amen. I see the glory of God coming upon you. Amen. I see whatever good thing that never happened to your family members minus you because you have joined a new family the bible says you have come unto mount zion to the city of the living god to an innumerable company of angels to jesus christ the mediator of the new covenant to the blood of sprinkling yes that speaker better things than the blood of men so you realize that that you have come to something superior there's a, a superior force that is working on your behalf amen amen so always have this in mind that you are no more under the power of juju. You are no more under the power of your hometown spirit. You are no more under the power of whatever pertains to your family. As for you, your family people, they cannot be this or you cannot be that. Yes, you used to be there, but now you have joined the family of God. You have been delivered, Amen. delivered, Amen. delivered Amen. from the kingdom of darkness. Yes, and you have been transferred. Amen. Now, when you are transferred to a new office or a new workplace, you don't come under the jurisdiction of that old office again. Mm. If you move from one country to another, you are no more under the jurisdiction of the old country. Mm. So if you are in Christ, mm. then you are no more under the control and the influence of the old country or the old place you are coming from mm. in the devil. Mm. You are now in Christ. Amen. The Bible says, if anyone be in Christ... He is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God. All things are of God. That is what Christ has done for us. And that's why 2 Corinthians 5.21 says that he who knew no sin was made to be sin. 
that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. We become the righteousness of God in Christ. He who knew no sin was made to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. That means that we no more walk in sin consciousness. You know, you don't walk around and say, oh, for me, I'm a sinner. No, when you become a Christian, you are no more a sinner. You have received the life of God in you. Amen. Number two, you are no more under the power of sin. Jesus was no more under the, was not under the power of sin. So if the life of Christ has come into you, then you are not under the power of sin again. Amen. 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 And that you have also been delivered from, you have been uh, uh, delivered from the kingdom of darkness mm. in the kingdom of the dear son of God. Mm. What a blessing. Amen. I said, what a, what a blessing. And that you have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Can I have an amen? amen? What a blessing. Now, when Christ died, he defeated the devil for you. Amen. amen. He has defeated the devil for us. Colossians chapter 2, verse no, number 13. Colossians chapter 2, verse 13 to 15. If you are there, say thank you, Jesus. Colossians chapter 2, verse 13. The Bible says, And you being dead in your trespasses, where we used to be dead, trespass means, you know, our, our, we, we, we went past what God wanted us to do. To trespass means to go beyond a certain barrier or barricade, you know, or acceptable norm. You being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your sins, he has made a life together with him, having forgiven all your trespasses. So you have been made alive together with Christ. Mm. What a blessing. Yeah. You know? So by Christ's death, you have been made alive. Yeah. You died together with him on the cross and you were raised together with him. Hallelujah. Amen. And then the verse number 14 says that having wiped out the handwriting, this is what the death of Christ did. Having wiped out the handwriting of, of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. So that means that every handwriting of the ordinances of the enemy that was against you, any handwriting of shame from your family, Jesus took it out of the way and has nailed it onto the cross. Amen. Every handwriting of sicknesses, premature death, every handwriting that you, uh, people in your family cannot marry, minus you. Every handwriting of the fact that people cannot serve God, minus you. Anything that was written, to be read on your behalf and to be executed against you has been taken out of the way and has been nailed onto the cross. Amen. That's why on the cross, when Jesus said, it is finished, it is finished, it means that all these things that were set against you, he has dealt with it. Amen. And he has dealt with all the spirits behind it. Amen. That's why he said in Matthew chapter twenty. Uh, 28 verse 18 it says that all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me ah. amen. amen all authority has been given to me ah. in heaven and on earth amen. hallelujah amen. okay so back to the Colossians chapter 2 verse 15 what did it say now in Colossians 2 the Bible says that having disarmed principalities and powers he made a spe public spectacle of them Triumphing over them. That means that Charlie, he got hold of the demons and beat them very well. Ah. He disarmed them of their ammunition. Hey. You see, it's like when somebody comes to you, he's holding bows and arrows, he's holding, holding knives, he's holding AK-47, mm. 
and then you get hold of the person and you take hold of the AK-47. Yeah. You take hold of his uh, uh, swords he, and, his, and his knives mm. and his spear. You have disarmed him. Mm. And when you have disarmed him, it means that he has no ammunition against you. Yeah. And spiritually, that is what Jesus has done for us. Any ammunition that Satan seems to have, it is ammunition of deception mm. to make us believe that he's got something. Mm. But in actual fact, he was disarmed. Yeah, yeah. Colossians 2.15. Yeah. Bible says that he disarmed the devil. Hey. Having discomfited him. It's there. Colossians, read it. Having disarmed. Mm. Having disarmed. Mm. Having disarmed. Mm. Principalities hey. and powers. And witches hey. and wizards hey. and evil forces hey. wow. in your family, in your community. Mm. He made a public spectacle of them, mm. triumphing over them in it. That is why he said, It is finished. Finish. And when he died, he rose again mm. in victory. Mm. That's why we say, Victory belongs to Jesus. Mm. Victory belongs to Jesus. Mm. Amen. Amen. Victory belongs to Jesus. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? Yeah. And in Luke chapter 10 verse 19, he says, all authority, he said, now I give you authority. Luke 10, 19. Now he says that I give you authority to trample on serpents. If he disarm them, now he says that, you know, remember that Matthew 18, Matthew 28, 18, he says that all authority has been given to me. Then he says that I give you that authority hey. to trample on serpents and scorpions and yeah. over all the power of the enemy. Ah. And nothing shall by enemy. Let's look at it again. Come on. Ah. Open, look, open your Bible to Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 to 20. Yeah. That's what Christ came to do for us. You see, we are going to praise, but I want you to have an understanding. He said, Jesus came to, uh, 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 Jesus came and spoke to his disciples saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Mm. Some versions say all power. All power. Mm. So all if all power has been given, then there's no power that is left for the enemy. Hey. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And it, it, all power is given to me in heaven and in earth. All power. All power. All power. All power. That's why I say power, all power. Power, oh, power. Power, oh, power. Jesus, power, oh, power. Power, oh, power. Oh, power, oh, power. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And then, that's why he sent us. He said, go into all the world and preach, teaching the people. But as we're going, he didn't leave us powerless. Staying here, he knows that there's a deceiver. There's a old, the, the, the serpent, the old dragon. Yeah. Who is a deceiver? And that we need to deal with him. And so he said, in Luke 10, 19, all power, I like it, the King James, I give unto you authority or power. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Luke 10, 19, I give unto you authority. King James says, power to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Not some of the power, all the power of the enemy. Amen. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Wow. Nothing wow. shall by any means hurt you. Wow. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Yeah. So when Christ died, he died, and by his death, he defeated Satan. Hey. By number one, we say what? He disarmed him. Disarmed him. 
Amen. Yeah. And, and then he erased the handwriting of the ordinances of the enemy. So maybe you might have sinned, you might have done something, and there's written away you. You will never give birth. It's been erased. Amen. You, you can't buy cars. It's been erased. Amen. You, you can't flourish. It's been erased. Amen. You, you can't live long. It's been erased. Amen. Whatever that was written, according to Colossians 2, 14, 13 and 14, we have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness, translated the kingdom of the son of God, and that the handwriting of the ordinances was wiped away. And Jesus disarmed him, wow. the devil, and made a public spectacle of him. Hey. That means that he, 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 he equipped him very well. Very well. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody say he shipped him well. He shipped him well. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so he's won the victory. Yeah. Can somebody say victory belongs to Jesus for me? Oh, oh, victory belongs to Jesus, victory belongs to him. Oh, 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 victory belongs to Jesus, victory belongs to him. Oh, who can stand against the Lord? Who can stand against the Lord? No one can. No one will. Who can stand against the King? Who can stand against the King? No one can. No one will. Oh, 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 victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to him. Hallelujah. Amen. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to him. Now, how did he do it? How did he overcome the enemy? Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 to 18. Preach. He says, Inasmuch as the children, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 to 18. Oh, you need to get this. You see, if you're a Christian, you need to understand this. Says. A lot of times people say, oh, my pastor says, some prophet, they are waiting for some prophet to prophesy some things and some apostles. No, it is important that you know God for yourself. Yeah. You know why Christ came. Mm. Amen. Amen. You must know why Christ came. And the things he's done for you. He came for your expiation, yeah. the removal of your sins. Mm. He came for propitiation, to remove God's wrath that was or anger that was set against you. Amen. He came to number three for reconciliation, yeah. so that you be reconnected with God. That the alienation that was there, that you know, will be taken away. The barrier that was there will take away. Wow. And He came for your redemption. Amen. And your redemption constitutes the fact that Amen. in your redemption you have been redeemed from the curse of the law. So any case that is said against you, you have been redeemed from it. Amen. You have been redeemed from the guilt of your sin. 
Sometimes when you are there, you are worshiping, and then the devil will show you something that you did 20 years ago, five years ago, three years, as you are taking some fish from your mother's soup or whatever. Hey! Then you become very confused. And the devil says, You see, you say you are singing, you are preaching, you say you are Christian. You are not a Christian, though you are not a Christian. But you have to take him back and tell him that, hey, Jesus died about if anyone be in Christ, he's a new creation, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, if you somebody was born, you know, uh, if somebody was born on 9th, uh, uh, 9th of April 2020, uh, 20, the person has no, the person was not alive in, in March yeah. <laughs> 2020, yeah. you know, and, and, and in February yeah. or whatever, 2020, wow. which means that whatever that happened before your new birth in Christ was not you. Ah. Well, it was not you. It was not you. In fact, there was an elderly man, 94 years old, and, uh, and he found the Lord when he was 90 years, you know. And, uh, uh, and, and then he, he said, when he passed, they should write, he, he was going to pass, he said, they should write four years old, because it was only four years. He found the Lord when he was uh, 90 and now 94. So he's just lived for the Lord for four years, you know, yeah. So you realize that you are a new creature. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And he has taken us not only from the guilt, from the curse of the law. Mm. We have not been redeemed from the curse of the law, but you have redeemed from the curse of the, uh, the, the guilt of sin mm. and the power of sin. Yeah. And then now delivered from the kingdom of darkness mm. and translated in the kingdom of the dear son of God. Mm. And then Christ's death has defeated Satan. Tell somebody, Satan has been defeated. Satan has been defeated. Amen. So in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14, let's quickly look at that. The Bible says that, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he himself took part of the same. Jesus also partook of flesh and blood. You see? Why? So that through death, he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil himself. So Jesus went into the grave. I mean, in, uh, uh, Jesus, Jesus took on a human form so that he could go and stand against the enemy. He could die in our place so that through death, he will overcome him, the one who had the power of death. Mm. Amen. It's like to be declared as a champion over, uh, uh, if you want to become a heavyweight boxing champion, what you have to do is that you have to remove your dress. Uh, wear your boxing gloves, mm. wear your shorts, mm. and go and present yourself like a boxer. Hey. So you come to the level of whoever is a heavyweight boxer yeah. and beat him before you can be made a champion. Yeah. So Jesus had to take on human form. human form. God had to take on human form. That's what the Bible says that for as much as, you know, uh, the children are f flesh and blood, Jesus also took part of the same. Mm. He took our human form. Mm. He became flesh and blood. Yeah. That is why he's a good intercessor for us. Mm. That's why he's a good mediator for us. Yeah. That's why the Bible says that we ask things through his name mm. and in his name because he's been, he's been on earth before physically. He's been hungry before. So when we say, Father, we are hungry, he understands what anger is. Yeah. When you say we are lonely, he understands what loneliness is. Mm. 
When he says that, I feel tired, he understands what tiredness is because he's taken on human form before. Amen. Amen. And you see, when somebody has been in your shoes before, he understands and appreciates you. You know, and that's the reason why he could die in our place for us. Can I have an amen? amen. And so the Bible says that he took on for as much then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he shared of the same, that through death he might destroy. Through death he might what? Destroy him that had the power of death. The word destroy there is katagio. You know, yeah. And the word katagio means to break into pieces. Yeah. So through death, Jesus katagioed. He destroyed him who had the power of death. That is the devil. So through death, by Jesus' death, he has overcome the guy who had the power of death. That's why he said, oh, death, why is that stink? Oh, grave, why is that victory? Eh? Yeah, for death has been swallowed up in victory. Hallelujah. Amen. And by his death, he delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So all those who are afraid of death, Jesus came to overcome the spirit of death. Amen. Delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject unto bondage. What a blessing that God has given unto us. And Bible says, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For, for indeed, he does not give aid to angels. Watch it. Verse 16. Verily, he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Have you seen it? He took on him. Jesus took on him the seed of Abraham. He didn't come as an angel. Verse 17. And the Bible says in the verse number 17 that therefore in all things, wherefore in all things, it behoved him to be made like unto his brethren. He became like his brethren that he might be a merciful and a faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. Jesus, you see, the high priest was the one who presented, you know, uh, uh, the atonement on behalf of the people. He went to the temple and made, you know, Gave sacrifices, you know, for the sins of the people. And Jesus took our place so that he can make the right kind of atonement for us. Can I have an amen? amen. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to succor that, them that are tempted. In that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to help those who are tempted. So because Jesus has been tempted before, tempted being tested before, he can help you when you are under yeah. temptation. Hey. So that you can overcome the temptation. Amen. So every temptation that you are going through, Jesus has been through it. Mm. Jesus went through temptation of women. Hey. So that you can also overcome temptation of women. Mm. Temptation of men. Mm. He was tempted with food. Hey. And overcame it. First Adam failed. But he, the second Adam, he was able to say, no. Man shall not live by bread alone. So you must get to a point to say that I am not going to, this thing is not going to tempt me. This food will not tempt me. Going to sleep in Kampiski will not change, don't tell me. Or, or, or Royal Senchi, or, or I'm going to, or Dubai, or whatever. No, 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 no. You see, all those places have been locked down now. That's why we need Jesus, I tell you. Every nice place is being locked down. Lockdown, shut down, hey, all borders closed. No flying of aeroplanes. It is, 
it is only birds that are flying. Hey. Except, you know, <laughs> except those uh, very, very uh, 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 serious things, flies that have to take food items, but no carrying of human beings anywhere. You know, everything close. Yeah. So that, that is how serious the whole thing is. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So this our God is a good God. Amen. Yeah. That he has, he has, he, 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 he's, he's a helper for us in all our temptations. Mm. And that's the time when you are being tempted, just call on him. And he say, call unto me, I will hear you, and I will answer, mm. and I will show unto you great and mighty things mm. which you do not know. For behold, mm. I'm the Lord, the God of all flesh, and nothing is too difficult for me to do. Caravan, amen. amen. I quickly want to read to you also Hebrews, what Jesus did for us. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 5 to 8, or even 9. Now he says that for... He has not put the world to come of which we speak in subjection to angels. That means that God said, well, he has not put the world under angels, but one testified in a certain place saying, what is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor. My dear friend, you have been crowned with glory and honor. By the death of Christ, glory and honor is your portion. Amen. Not shame and confusion. Amen. Glory and honor. Amen. From today, walk in glory. Amen. Walk in honor. Amen. Walk in glory. Amen. Walk in honor. Amen. And he has set him over the works of your hands. Mm. Wow. wow. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him. So we have been, you, have, you have been set over the works of God. Amen. 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 And you have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not yet see all. So everything has been put under the subjection of man's feet. Amen. Amen. By the death of Christ on the cross. Amen. Amen. So this is the blessing that God has given to us. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. So by the death of Christ, we have been made in charge. Christ has defeated the enemy and uh, we, we, are, we have made us more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? In fact, when you read Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19 to 22, oh, what a blessing. Are, are you being blessed, somebody? Uh, yeah, Ephesians chapter 1. I'm giving you scriptures. Uh, the Bible says that what is exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe. So those of us who believe, what's the exceeding greatness of his power? According to the working of his mighty power, verse 20, which he wrought in Christ Jesus, or he worked in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Now, far above, Jesus has been set what? Far above all principality and power and mind and dominion and every name that is named. Christ has been set over all of them, including Corona. Amen. including every kind of disease, Amen. including every kind of challenge against your family Amen. and against whatever you are doing, your business, your children, whatever. Not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And I like the verse 22. And he has put, read it with me. He has put, say after me, he has put, he has put all, things all things under his feet. And gave him to be held over all things to the church. So all things have been put under the feet of Christ. Yeah. 
Now watch it. If all things have been put under the feet of Christ, and we are the body of Christ, and Christ is the head, he has put all things under his feet, Christ, and we are the body of Christ, then all things have been put, and you are part of the body of Christ, then all things have been put under us. Amen. That is why we say, Metia bon samso, Metia bon samso, now I want you to know that he has put all things under his feet. Where are we? If Ephesians chapter 2, 4 to 6. This is where we are ending. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 to 6. I want you to know your spiritual location now. <laughs> Tell somebody my spiritual location. My spiritual location. Uh, but God, who is rich in mercy. Ah, this God is rich in mercy. Mercy means exemption from evil. That's the reason why Blind Bartimaeus said, Lord, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Today, may the Lord have mercy on you. Exempt you from evil. Receive divine exemption. Exemption from shame. Exemption from sickness. Exemption from poverty. Exemption from confusion. Exemption from the works of the enemy. Who is rich in mercy? For his great love wherewith he loved us. God loves us greatly. A man may not love you. Maybe some man disappointed you. He said, I love you, but he changed you. Went in for another woman. The woman also changed you. Went for another person because you didn't have enough money. Hey, he came around you and said that mm, your, oh, your car is chenchama, it is old. Hey. And, but he sees somebody else who drives a Cadillac hey. or Jaguar hey. or some kind of Mercedes Benz. Hey. He look at you, wave the thing and say, Medio Hiache. Oh, so here the And he decided that he's going to change you. But listen to me. Listen to me. Don't give up. God is going to surprise that sister. God is going to surprise that person. Because God says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans of good and not of evil. To give unto you a future and a hope. And to bring you to an expected end. The psalmist said, when my mother and my father will forsake me or reject me, the Lord will take me up. So when you friends reject you, when your neighbors have rejected you, when your people have looked down on you and they thought you are finished and they thought you are nothing, God said I'm not going to begin with you, I'm taking a journey with you and I'm going to confound them, yeah because the Bible said God takes the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and the weak things and the base things of the world he's able to use even to be able to you know, overcome even those who are stronger, God with your nothingness, God is going to make somebody great out of you, oh I can tell you, I'm a testimony of this thing that I'm preaching about. Yeah, where people devalued you and thought you were nothing and God just picks you up and put the spirit inside of you and turns your story around and places his crown of glory over your life. That shall be your portion. For the Bible says that for even when we were dead in sins, he has made us alive together with Christ. When we were dead in sins, he has made us alive. So today, listen, you have been made alive in Christ. And the Bible says that he has raised us. Check, 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 check this one. Your spiritual location. He has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So as you are sitting there in your room now, I say, as you are sitting there in your room now, as you are sitting there in your room, no, you are in Christ. Amen. 
and seated in heavenly places far above principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named. And that's what the Bible says that God has given me a name that is above every name. At the mention of that name, Jesus, every name shall bow. And he has put all things under his feet. So if you are part of his body, if there's a body, and you are part of the body, then whatever that has been put under the body is under you also. So if you are part of the body of Christ, then the works of the devil has been put under you. Remember that Jesus defeated the devil, and in defeating him, what did he do? He wiped away the handwriting of the ordinances of the enemy. Any handwriting that is set against you today, I came to tell you, Kaya Baba, let me stand for you. That handwriting has been erased Amen. by the precious blood of Jesus. Amen. The precious blood of Jesus has erased the handwriting of the ordinances. That precious blood of Jesus has canceled shame, has canceled poverty, has canceled assignment of the enemy set against you. You have been made a new creation, and now He has given you power over the enemy. And that handwriting, that what Christ did by shedding his blood, he overcame principalities and powers. Amen. He's defeated them Amen. so that you will be blessed Amen. in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So we are now going to pray that whatever that is standing against you, whatever that will not let you move forward, you want to bind that in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, I say we bind that in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. We're going to pray right now and uh, we are going to make a demand in Matthew. I was reading something in Matthew chapter 9. The Bible says that Jesus cast out a, 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 a mute spirit. And when he cast out the mute spirit, the mute spirit left. And after that, the person could speak again. Whatever that is stopping you from being able to progress... Today we want to cast it out. Amen. We want to cast it in Jesus' name. Amen. That that mute spirit, that spirit, that, you see, because a person had a mute spirit, he couldn't talk. Whatever spirit that is stopping you in your tracks so that you cannot do certain things, we are silencing that in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, I say we are silencing that in Jesus' name. Amen. We are silencing that in Jesus' name. Matthew chapter 9, 32 and 33. Say, when the dumb spirit was cast out, the man began to speak. As they went out, behold, they brought to him a dumb man, possessed. And when the dumb, the devil was cast out, the dumb speak. And the multitudes marvel say, it was never so seen in Israel. We are going to speak to whatever spirit that stands against you. We are casting out the spirit of every sickness and infirmity. Philippians 2, 9 and 10 say, at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow. Whatever spirit that is limited, you see, this man had a spirit that was limiting his tongue from speaking and expressing things. He can't even tell the wife, I love you. He can't tell the children, I love you. He can't express certain things. He has to do, he has to now, he can't do the normal thing he has to do. And sometimes there are some spirits that tend to limit us. And so today we are going to come against whatever that you can see limits you. We want to bind that in Jesus' name. Lift your hand and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every limiting spirit limiting my life, I come against that. 
in the name of Jesus, whatever spirits that limits me from progressing in my Christian life, the spirit that limits me from marrying or having a fruitful marriage, I bind that in Jesus' name. Every spirit that limits me in my body and places infirmity upon me, I shake them off and I cast their works and I command them to go. In the spirit that limits my children, limits my prosperity, limits my business, limits my progress, every limiting spirit, I rebuke you now. Out as Jesus cast out the spirit of dumbness and the person was liberated and started speaking. I also cast out because Jesus has given me power to cast out spirits. I cast out every spirit, limited spirit. Lose your hold. Get out from my life. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice. Somebody begin to speak. Every limiting spirit, every limiting spirit, every limiting spirit, every limiting spirit, every limiting spirit. I bind every limiting spirit. Yes, 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 yeah. Kabarabasa karababa. Yakabarababa. Yakabarababa karababa. We bind every limiting spirit. We bind every limiting spirit. We bind every we cast them out. We cast them out. We cast them out. We cast them out. Yekabaraba shokarababa. Mekabababa konalaba sonalaba kanalaba baraba konalaba. Yes, yes, yes. We cast out. We cast out. We cast out every limiting spirit, a spirit of sicknesses and diseases. Bind them now. We bind the spirit of coronavirus. We bind the spirit of eye problems, ear problems. We bind the spirit of chest problems, of heart problems. We bind the spirit of nerve problems. Every spirit, every down spirit, every eye spirit, whatever spirit, spirit of weaknesses, whatever the spirit is, we cast them out right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, we command you out. Out, out now in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice, somebody talk to God. Leka Barabazanda, Lebora Site Brekate Sende, Etabra Sike de Beke, Ninimatosi Feribatete, Debrekatoso Tebreke, Shamarita Sete Rebeleke, Papa Tolele Bende, Terabatese Tebreme, Lebrekate Sende, Elecrete Sende, Levrete Setembre, Elota Brekatese, Keribe Sekerebe, pray. The healing waves of God. Jeremiah 17, verse 14. Yes, pray. The Lord said, I will heal. I will heal. May the Lord himself cause his healing grace to come over. Healing grace. He said, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed in the name of Jesus. Now we're going to pray. Any kind of, you see, any kind of disease, the Lord can heal it. Jeremiah 17, 14. He said, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me. And I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Oh, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, O Lord, and I shall be saved. 
Maybe you need some certain kind of healing. Bodily healing, financial healing, business healing. Whatever is the kind of healing you need. Tell the Lord, heal me and I'll be healed. You may need some kind of salvation. Maybe your, your things are not going on well the way they ought to. You see, apart from the coronavirus, there are things that are associated with it. There are bills to pay. Yeah, there are things to take care of. Yes. There are many kind of things to take care of. So the world is not only beset by coronavirus, but other things. Maybe even food to eat. Maybe there are some kind of challenges. There are some mortgages. Some of you are driving cars. That the cars, you have not finished paying for it. You know, yeah, yeah. There are kind of things. You are in some rented houses. Whatever it is. And it's sitting on your head. But you need to call on God and say, Lord, heal me out of this. And I'll be healed. Save me and I'll be saved. Amen. When you read Jeremiah chapter 30 verse uh, 17 also, he said, I will heal you of your wounds. Yeah. May the Lord heal you. Amen. May the Lord heal you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Yes, and you are going to say, Lord, heal me and I'll be healed. Yes, heal me and I'll be healed. Yes, Jeremiah chapter 30 verse number 17 as well. Oh, Jesus, I see the power of God. I can feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Yes. He said, I will restore health to you. Psalm 16 says, all those who devour you shall be devoured. And all your adversaries, every one of them shall go into captivity. May all your adversaries go into captivity. And all who plunder you shall become a plunder. And those who pray upon you, I will make a prey. And I will restore health to you. Hallelujah. Lift your hand and say, Father. May whatever has been devouring me be devoured. When Samson was attacked by the young lion, your spirit came upon him and he tore the young lion into pieces. Let the power of the Holy Ghost come upon me now. And by that, I tear into pieces. Any spiritual lion, any demonic snakes, release against me. I tear them apart in the name of the Lord Jesus. And now, whatever is said to devour me, may they be devoured. All my adversaries, my enemies, may they go into captivity. I release the fire of God, the lightnings of God. The thunderings of God. And I scatter them. In the name of Jesus. I thank you God. That you have given me power. In the name of Jesus. That at the mention of the name Jesus. Every knee shall bow. All those who planted me. May they be planted. Those who wanted to take me for a prey. I take them for a prey. And Lord. May you restore health to me. For your word says. In Jeremiah, In Jeremiah, chapter 17, verse 14. Heal me, O Lord, and I'll be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. In this season, heal me. Heal our homes. Heal our families. Heal our resources. Heal our, our nation, and we shall be healed. Save me, O Lord, and I shall be saved. Save us as a nation and we shall be saved. We ask for your salvation. We ask for your salvation. Your healing hand. Your delivery hand. 
let it happen now in the name of Jesus as we clap our hands we begin to pray oh God for a change in the name of Jesus lift your hand begin to pray Lord heal me oh Lord and I'll be healed save me oh Lord and I'll be saved heal me oh Lord and I'll be healed save me oh Lord and I'll be saved heal me oh Lord and I'll be healed save me Lord the Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth pray pray the healing grace of God upon our nation yes 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 heal me oh Lord hey. Ah, heal me, O oh Lord, and I'll be healed. Save me, O oh Lord, and I'll be saved. Heal me, O oh Lord, and I'll be healed. Save me, O oh Lord, and I'll be saved. Deliver me, O oh Lord, and I'll be delivered. Help me, O oh Lord, and I'll be helped. Tell the Lord, help me, O oh Lord, and I'll be helped. Save me, O oh Lord, and I'll be saved. Heal me, O oh Lord, and I'll be healed. Help me, O oh Lord, and I'll be helped. In the name of Jesus, Sekeba, Kelebaka, Bakoto, Lemakoto, Bakabo, Rabakoto, Rabako, Rabakoto, Rabako, Rabakoto, Rabako, Rebakato, Rabaka, Rabakoto, Karabam. Yeah, call the numbers on the screen. If you have any prayer needs right now, prayer needs, prayer needs, call the numbers on the screen. Call the numbers on the screen. If you have any needs, call the numbers on the screen. If you have any testimonies also, Yes, call the testimonies. Send them onto the lines, onto the telephone lines. Yes, come, come on, talk to God, talk to God, talk to God. In the name of Jesus. If you have a prayer need, prayer need in your home, yes, talk to her. Yes, let us know so that we can join you. Bible says, one shall put to flight a thousand by two, ten thousand. Yes, yes, that we shall agree. In the name of Jesus. If you've got a testimony, also send the testimonies. Send the testimonies. Yes. Yeah, your testimony, yes, will firm up your, 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 your blessing, your breakthrough. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in our lives, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Liso Kotele. Katolebe. 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 Kerebabe. Sakotere. Irebatosia. Rebakotesis. Rabatosia. Rebetesia. In the name of Jesus, pray, 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 pray. Kemara shikeris, oraba shikeris. Imama hasekeris, imama deshekeris, imama deshekeris, imama deshekeris. In the name of the Lord Jesus, tell the Lord, heal me and I'll be healed. Save me and I'll be saved. And say, Lord, send now prosperity. Send now prosperity. Send now prosperity. To prosper me to have the help of God. May you have the help of God. Receive the help of God. In the name of Jesus. Now in Exodus chapter 8, verse 17 to 19, we see a scenario. You see, when God wanted to deliver the people of Israel... He had to send a lot of plagues. One of the plagues was that he sent frogs into the land. Then he sent lice, L-I-C-E, 
and lies can be eating you up. You see, lies, they don't kill, but they create discomfort. And there are times that there are things that may not be killing you, but they are creating discomfort in you. And when you have lies, it creates shame. If you are there and every time you are scratching your head, and sometimes they can even be, and then you can be there, and then you, they can embarrass you. You will see that this, this small creature is just crawling on your face. At the time, it not ought not to. Can you imagine you are having your wedding and if you have had lies, and then the lies, your lies are crawling on your face or they are touching somewhere at the time when you say you may kiss your bride, then they say lie or something, or they say, do you take this person to be your legally wedded husband or wife? Then you are scratching. So you realize that lies, lies cause you to be uncomfortable. And there are things that are, they create discomfort. And we want to come against that in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so when, when Moses, God was using him to perform all these miracles. The Bible says in the verse number 16, the Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, stretch out your rod and strike the dust of the land so that it may become lies throughout all the land of Egypt. And they did so. For Aaron stretched out his hand with his rod and struck the dust of the earth. And it became lies on man and beast. And all the dust of the land became lies throughout all the land of the Egypt. Now the magicians so worked with their enchantments to bring forth lies, but they could not. God caused they. The, the rod of Aaron to turn the dust into lies. The magicians, the evil forces, the wizards also wanted to do the same, but they could not. So there were lies on man and beast. Then the magician said to Pharaoh, "As for this one, is the finger of God." As for this one, it's the finger of God. We are going to pray for the finger of God. You see, what actually is going on now is the finger of God that is going to help us. And we're going to say, Lord, let your finger, not the finger of the doctors. Thank God for the work of the doctors. Thank God for the doctor. It's not a finger. Sometimes you can see that it's not the finger of the lawyer. It's the finger of God. It's not a finger of your father. It's not a finger of your mother. It's a finger of God. And you see, a finger is able to pinpoint something direct. Yeah. Yes, direct. You yeah. press. There are things that when, you're, when you are typing at like the, it's the fingers mm. that you're able to come out with specific letters. Mm. So the specific thing that is needed in your life to be corrected. Yeah. May the finger of God touch that nerve. Yeah. Touch that, that thing that is needed in your life. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. The magicians... Anything that David, that Moses did and, and, and Aaron did, they tried to do the same thing. But this time, they couldn't do it. And I said, that, ask for this one. Ask for this one. This is the finger of God. And you are praying that in this season, may the Lord do something for you. That people will say, that, ask for this one. This is the finger of God. Ask for this marriage. is the finger of God. Ask for this child. is the finger of God. Ask for this miracle. is the finger of God. Ask for this business. is the finger of God. Ask for this church. is the finger of God. Ask for this, my car. is the finger of God. Ask for this anointing. is the finger of God. I say, I say, it's the finger of God. 
Amen. Amen. The finger of God. Yeah. When the finger of God is manifested, you will see that what man cannot do, may God do it. Amen. So we are going to ask the Lord, what men cannot do, may you be able to do it. Amen. May you do it. Amen. May you do it. Amen. May you do it. Amen. Throughout this year 2020, may the finger of God manifest itself in your life, Amen. in your family, Amen. in your business. This is a, a very important prayer I come to pray. May you cross 70 years with ease, without any complication. The year, may, you, may we be celebrating increasing birthdays. Amen. Amen. Because no negative verdicts will be associated with us. We are praying to escape calamities. We are claiming divine exemptions and divine escapes. I said divine exemptions. Divine escapes. Amen. Escape from affliction. Amen. Escape from every fire of confusion. Amen. We have made the Lord show the difference. Amen. See, when the people of Israel were in, in Egypt, the Lord showed the difference. In the, when the, in the part that we're living in called Goshen, in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're praying that may the Lord send angels. Amen. May the Lord send help from heaven. Amen. May the Lord say, that's why we pray that Lord, save me and I'll be saved. Heal me and I'll be healed. Help me and I'll be helped. We are praying that God will send superior forces from heaven. Supernatural forces from heaven. May the Lord save our children. May he send his mighty power. May the blood of Jesus cover us. May there be angelic assistance in the name of the Lord Jesus. Are you ready to pray? This is a very important prayer. Don't go. Don't go. Stay on because this is a powerful time. Send your mighty power, come down now, oh Lord, come down now. Send your mighty, send your mighty power, hey, come down now, yeah. Send your mighty, send your mighty power. Yeah, come, come down now. Oh, Lord, come down. Send your mighty, send your mighty power. Yeah, come down now. Yeah, oh, Lord, come down. Send your mighty, send your mighty power. Yeah, come down now. Oh, Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I stand in your presence. I stand if in you your can presence. stand, may you stand. And, and we're going to pray. Wherever you are, lifting up holy hands, lifting up holy hands, and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I stand in your presence, lifting up holy hands, and I make a demand for the release of the manifestation of your finger. In every difficult situation in my life, heal me, Lord, and I'll be healed. Help me, Lord, and I'll be helped. Deliver me, Lord, and I'll be delivered. Save me, Lord, and I'll be saved. Send now prosperity. May you do a miracle in my life. 
that people will say, as for this one, is a finger of God. May you do for me something special in my life, in my family, in my marriage, in my ministry, in my church, in my community, in my nation, that everybody will say, this is the hand of God, that I can say, this is a finger of God. Let your finger be released upon my life. I declare more celebrations of birthdays and wonderful events, glorious events in the coming months, in the coming years. In the name of Jesus, send your angels, send many angels, send hell from heaven, send my almighty power, send supernatural forces. superior forces from heaven above into our situation. Save our children. Help every one of us. Send your mighty power. Cover us with your mighty blood and your angelic help under your feathers, under your wings. Oh God, our God, we put our trust in the name of Jesus. We pray God Pluck us, pluck us out of every fire of affliction and show the difference between the righteous and unrighteous. In the name of Jesus, may we cross 70 with ease, in good health, in strength, and in increased vitality. In the name of Jesus, Lord God Almighty. We pray your outstretched hand and your finger to locate any difficulties in our lives in the name of Jesus and solve it for us. There is no device, no wisdom, and no power that's in the grave. So let us live, O Lord, and not die. Spare us, O Lord. Send help from above. Send superior forces supernatural forces to come and help us let your mercies come upon our lives show us mercy for Lord we have said there is no God we have said we didn't need you but Lord now we have recognized that Lord we need you so let your help come in any way that we turn our backs onto you Forgive us. Show us mercy. Let your finger appear in our lives. Appear in our homes. In our houses. In our churches. In our streets. In our communities. In our regions. In our nation. In our world. Send your salvation and your delivering power right now. As we lift our voice, we ask for your help. In the name of Jesus, the finger of God change situations in our lives right now in the name of Jesus lift your voice Lord whatever that has contained us and limited us we break loose from that in Jesus name 
Whatever that has contained us and limited us, we break loose from that in Jesus' name. Whatever that has contained and limited us, we break loose from that in Jesus' name. We pray for your mighty hand, your mighty power, in the precious name of Jesus. Let your finger, let your finger come upon us. Let there be the manifestation of your finger. The manifestation of your finger. The manifestation of your finger. Tell the Lord, let there be the manifestation of your finger. The manifestation of your hand. The manifestation of your mighty power. Let your mighty power, mighty power, mighty power, mighty power. Lekora sanda, lekora sanda, lekora sanda, lekora sanda, lekora sanda, lekora sanda. Arabatoko, sheba rabase karababa, yeba rabase karababa baba, lekora rabase karababa baba Let there be the manifestation. Send us help. Send us prosperity. Send us healing. Send us let your mercy avail upon us. Oh, take away every weakness. Show us kindness. Show us your mercy. Do a new thing in our lives. In the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, we thank you. Lift up hands and say, We give you glory. And honor. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. You are the Lord. Come on, everybody, join and say, You are the Lord. Yeah. Let your name be glorified. We give you oh, we give you glory. Yeah. Yeah. You are the Lord. Yeah. Let your name be glorified. We give Worship the Lord and say, Bless you and say, You are the Lord. Yes, let your name be glorified. Oh, we give you, we give you glory. You are the Lord, you are the Lord. Abanzinze, Abanzinze, Nuye Hoa, Womona, Womona, Father, I ask today, I declare the saving hand of God upon your life. I declare that any good thing that has delayed, may the Lord speed it out for you. 
I pray that whatever needs the finger of God to be done, may the finger of God be manifested. In the name of Jesus, may God pinpoint that thing that you have never been able to pinpoint. May the Lord pinpoint it. The Lord whose eyes see closer than a microscope, may he see. And may he touch it. Whatever that needs to be touched in your business, in your finances, in your marriage, whatever is stopping you from marrying today, we rebuke and curse it and we declare that by the finger of God, receive the grace to marry. Receive the grace to marry. Receive the grace to have children. Receive the grace to have children. Receive that anointing. What they say you cannot have, may you have more than enough. May God give you more than enough. In the precious name of Jesus. Those who laughed at you, may they tend to laugh with you now. May may their heads be bowed down because of the exaltation of God upon your life that is coming. May the Lord save you that you'll be saved. May he help you that you'll be held. Those who said you cannot build, may you be able to build. In this nice season, may you go through the nice season and come into your morning. Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. May the Lord take us through into the morning time. Out of this night into the morning. In the name of Jesus, may you survive the night. May you overcome in this night. In this night season, may you overcome. Anybody going through a night season in your life, anything that is delaying your breakthrough, your scholarships, your financial breakthrough, your honor, your joy, whoever is sitting on it, Pharaoh was sitting on the people of Israel, but by the finger of God, by the release of lies, he couldn't help them again. He couldn't stand. By the finger of God, may any Pharaoh holding you in captivity, may his hand be broken. 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 And may you walk into your land of victory. May you come be plucked out of the hand of every Pharaoh. And may you walk in liberty. Liberty. Favor. Honor. Joy. Peace. Progress. Promotion. May that become your portion. May God give you a new song and a testimony. May it be well with you. In blessing the Lord bless you. In increasing may he increase you. In multiply may he multiply you. And in favoring may he favor you. May you live for joy. If you have never been able to smile from today, smile. And don't only smile, but may you be able to laugh for joy. In the name of Jesus. As Sarah laughed and he got Isaac. She got Isaac. May you smile. May you laugh. May you get your Isaac. And may all those who look down on you, may they look up to you. May God place you on a pedestal of honor and glory. Whatever Jesus overcame for you, may it become practically actualized in your life. I said, may it become practical in your life. In the precious name of Jesus. May you rejoice in the Lord your God. May you possess your possessions. Obadiah 117 says, Upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance. Receive your deliverance. Receive deliverance. And walk in holiness. Holiness means to be special. From today, may you become special. Become special. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. May you possess your possessions. Possess your possessions. Possess 
your possessions in Christ. In the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May you trample on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. Whatever used to sit on you, may you sit on it. Whatever used to overcome you, may you overcome it. May God give you the upper hand. May your hands be lifted up as a champion over every challenger. Be blessed in your going and be blessed in your coming. May angels come into your home now. May angels visit you in your home. May they sit on your walls. Your walls be called salvation. Your gates be called praise. When you touch sun, let it become gold dust. Take hold of soil, let it become diamond crystals for you. Instead of wood, may you get iron. Instead of iron, may you get a silver. Instead of bronze, may you get gold. May you always get a better alternative. Every fighting and quarreling seas around you. I speak peace into your life. I speak peace into your life. I prophesy into your business to flourish. I prophesy into your relationship for it to thrive and to do well. And for you to be able to marry. Whatever Satan has planned that it shall be delayed. No more delay. No more delay. No more delay. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The son of the living God. May you receive a hurry up anointing and hurry up blessing. Come into your life. In Jesus precious name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My dear friend. Before we, 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 we step out. Out of this meeting, I want to give you an opportunity. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you to raise your right hand and say after me, Lord Jesus, I understand the fact that I'm a sinner and I cannot save myself. But you so love me that you died on the cross for my sake. Today, I repent of my sins and I ask you, Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord. And my Savior. Jesus, come and stay in my heart. Be my King. I surrender my all unto you. Amen. If you pray this prayer, I want to pray for you, Father. In Jesus' name, may this one be planted in your house. Flourish in your courts. Let your grace and your glory be their portion. May they never lack any good thing. May heaven back them. In blessing the Lord bless you. In increasing, may he increase you. In favoring, may he favor you. And in honoring, may he honor you. May you overcome any temptation. Jesus took on flesh so that you, and you could be tempted with all our temptations so that you can overcome temptation. Overcome every testing, every temptation, every difficulty. May God give you the upper hand in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Come on, give God a hand of praise. You know.